Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today in science from Wired. Are Instagram's aesthetic moms hindering kids' development? Taupe and cream nurseries are in vogue right now. They're beautifully beige, but some worry they might be bad for babies by Amelia Tate. The floor is the color of sand. The walls are the color of sand. The cushions are the color of a slightly different type of sand. This is a baby's bedroom in the Instagram age. Sit down, settle into the cream couch, admire the tan bedding, and feast your eyes on the beige illustrations in their beige frames. Something strange has happened to nurseries, and it is perhaps best illustrated by a vintage sewing pattern from 1988. Here, the ideal abode for a babe features a matching pillow cover, diaper holder, and changing pad made of garish yellow, red, and blue polka-dotted fabrics. There's a wallpaper banner of brightly colored trains. Today it seems celebrities, influencers, and ordinary people alike want their nurseries to be a lot more beige, and taupe and cream and white and gray and black and beige and beige and beige. Of course, no two nurseries are the same, and many moms and dads still decorate with the bright yellows, reds, and blues of days gone by. But on Instagram, especially neutral nurseries reign supreme. Skim the most liked pictures, hashtag, hashtag nursery, and you'll see brown, gray, and white, with only a plant and a few stray pom-poms offering a pop of bright green. British celebrities in particular seem to have embraced the trend, from singer Rochelle Humes to cleaning influencer Mrs. Hinch. In the last few years, these women and other trend-conscious mothers have earned the online nickname Aesthetic Moms. Aesthetic Moms, the memes say, ignore their kids' request for a Paw Patrol cake and instead opt for an uniced bake featuring twigs, leaves, and sackcloth banners. They prefer wooden toys to plastic ones and decorate play spaces with the neutral shades of a Kardashian underwear line. Some meme makers joke that the children of aesthetic moms have no idea that colors other than gray, white, and brown exist. But perhaps this leads to a genuine concern. What will happen to a generation of gray bees raised in a world devoid of color? Or is this baseless pearl clutching just another way to use the internet to throw hate at moms? 
It's a myth that babies only see in black and white. Developmental color scientist Alice Skelton wants to make that clear. Skelton, a research fellow at the University of Sussex Baby Lab, who studies infant color perception, explains that babies have the same three color receptors in their eyes as adults, but these receptors don't work in exactly the same way. Until they're three months old, babies can't reliably see blues and yellows, but mainly are able to make out bright reds from birth. Their color vision is generally worse than an adult, so they need a much bigger difference between two colors to be able to see it. It's kind of like the saturation dial on the world has been turned down, Skelton says. In practice, this means pastel nurseries look just the same as gray or white to babies. A color needs to be fairly saturated in order for a baby to see it. This is why children's toys are traditionally so brightly colored, though Skelton says that because babies are drawn to contrast, black and white toys also appeal. Babies like high contrast because their vision is just generally poorer. The world is a lot blurrier, so it's a reliable thing that they can pick out of the fog, she says. Skelton has also done studies demonstrating that babies spend longer looking at intense colors than those that are washed out. Of course, babies also like to suck their own toes. Does it really matter what colors they prefer? Does mother know best? Skelton says scientists are still trying to build up a solid idea of how our visual histories impact our perception later in life. But it's more a question of how much and what impacts it, not if it impacts it, she adds. In 2007, Norwegian scientists studied people born above the Arctic Circle, comparing those who had been born in the autumn when prolonged darkness meant they were exposed to lots of artificial light to those born in the summer when there was no night. The scientists found that adults who had been born in the autumn showed an overall decrease in color sensitivity and argued that the environmental impact on color vision may act early in infancy, in all likelihood during the first months of life. So Skelton says there clearly are ways that your perception is shaped by your perceptual history, but we don't yet know much about less extreme examples. We can't really say whether a baby with a bright blue nursery will grow up to perceive the world differently from a baby with a tan one. Still, Skelton believes neutral nurseries aren't optimized for babies, noting that finer details in monochromatic environments are invisible to infants. Ultimately, she says it's probably okay. The children of aesthetic moms will still be exposed to plenty of colors out in the world, but it's just a bit of a shame. I think people underestimate babies, and they underestimate their vision, and babies want to be looking at stuff, and they're driven to seek out new information, so it's a bit of a shame to not offer that to them, Skelton says. Plus, she notes a high-contrast print can capture a baby's attention for a good while, giving parents a nice opportunity for a break. The science is sound and nuanced, but that doesn't necessarily justify judgmental memes, although on TikTok, some people now refer to themselves as aesthetic moms embracing the nickname. When asked about the neutral nursery trend, Tricia Scholar, a psychology professor at City University of New York, who studies infant brain development, says, I personally love it. Scholar's research focuses on joint attention, times when adults and children focus on the same object and children consequently learn more optimally. Scholar argues that if parents have a shared interest in their child's environment, they'll be better able to foster joint attention. You don't want to set up situations that we see so often where you have one area of the home that's the child's space, and then you have the adult space somewhere else, she says. I like to see toys that fit into the home, that it's okay to leave your toys out because they look good. Amanda Gummer, a child development psychologist and founder of The Good Play Guide, 
stresses that there's no single right way to bring up children, and being a happy, healthy parent doing things that make you feel good about your family life is valuable and valid. Take that distinctly Paw Patrol-less birthday cake. Who can judge, Gummer asks, a parent who bakes their kid an additive-free cake from scratch. Equally, she quickly adds, who can judge a parent who buys an additive-laden, ready-made Paw Patrol cake? The judgment on parents, particularly moms, has just gone to another level, she says. There's far too much of that around. Beige bedrooms, then, might not be the most stimulating environments for newborns, but provided these infants aren't locked in their bedrooms 24-7, there's not much cause for concern. If you want an Instagrammable nursery but are worried about your child's development, Skelton advises high-contrast prints with large detail rather than fine detail. There are lots of rules of thumb. Babies like to look at odd ones out, so if you had four flowers one way and then one upside-down flower, they'd find that engaging to look at. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.